A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chanu. And today, sitting across the fire, <laughs> I was just staring across at the this candle, across the, the roaring tiny tin candle, uh, we have a very special guest with us today, uh, color magician, witch, uh, tarot reader, neighborhood weirdo yes it's sarah potter <laughs> welcome thank you for having me thank you so much for coming on you're visiting from the big apple that's right how's oh. it been so far it's so good i love it here i just feel like you don't have to get anywhere on time <laughs> everything is v chill and I hope these are like, I mean, I think these are lovely things. Yeah. I mean, like mm-hmm. yeah. something just really, it's good. It's, yeah, there's like an island time vibe yeah. to yeah. LA. <laughs> I wonder, uh, speaking of the big apple and colors, <laughs> red apple or green apple? What are Ooh. we thinking? Hard hitting questions off, off the, the bat. Feeling it. 
I in my eyes it's a red apple. Me too. Right? Mm. Do you it's mean like what do you prefer? Are we well, talking about when you're imagining the city New, York. Of New York? Yeah, I believe is a red. Oh. I agree. Absolutely. What do you prefer in apples? I like what is it, the gala apple? Uh huh. Mm. That's really lovely. Mm. People buy me pink lady apples mm. a lot. Mm. Mm. I mean, I like the name. I'm a honey crisp. I'm a honey I'm a crisp. Hun- I love a honey crisp. I'm a but I'm a Granny Smith. Granny oh, baby, give me a Fuji. I want Fuji Ooh. all day. That, that apple is wet. It is just juice. And sometimes it's like that pinky, yellowy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like a lovely, and it's a big chunky apple. But have you had a Honey Crisp? Because it yeah. is, I like a Fuji too, but a Honey Crisp, honey crisp is like is the, next level the right one. It's like the, Honey Crisp, I feel like is the right <laughs> answer. But oh, yes. I just was like obsessed with, there was like a diet I found out about that was like, just eat. You can eat like seven apples a day. Oh my god! And I was just like obsessed with eating I, apples. I think there's a diet that's every version of that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. just, if you pick one food and you just eat that food, chances are it's You're gonna, gonna be fine. something's gonna happen. Well, or like I also, yeah, I first had gala apples in Australia, and I was like blown away by them. And then I made my mom buy them all the time because I was very little. Um, but I guess I just googled it. They are. F- are originally from New Zealand, so that makes sense. Are there oh. like bad apples? Like, are there like <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, Hello. and they ruin one of them ruins, ruins, ruins the whole bunch. bunch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like are we, are these like crab apples? Like oh, crab apples are delicious. Yeah, are they like sour? Crab they're, apples are they're sour, sour mm. and they're small. And but, uh, if you eat them too early, they're a little bitter. Yeah, too, but you like, can also spice them or like I don't know. They don't like pickle oh. them, but what do they do? It, they like mull, pi- pickle them in sugar, mm-hmm. oh. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could eat those. Yeah, yeah I, those are the ones that are like raw off the street, like right. Like aren't those the ones yeah. that kind of like fall around a tree? I guess yeah. any apple I mean, can do that. Right. Not far though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we have apples. I do feel like are served with uh, pork chops. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, oh it's a, dude. It's Apples a, and pork chops don't get me started. <laughs> I love it. Onions do. I mean, oh, beer and with a beer, uh, au jus. I hope you guys are hungry, baby. <laughs> um, apple a lot of, apple chat. <laughs> welcome to What's Your Apple? Um, uh, no, I'm. Um, yes, I think all of those things about LA are true and positive things. I think it cannot be understated, like the influence that all of the kind of like alone time that you have in Los Angeles um influences whether it be driving whether it be just like uh meditating at the beach alone there's just so much I feel like that's like you you are by yourself whereas in New York you're so inundated with people all the time whether you're in a whether you're just like walking or taking public transit or even if you're in like even if you get an uber or something it's still so isolated uh, or like there's just so many people like the oh, traffic yeah. is bad there's people walking all oh, the time I you were yeah. LA. yeah yeah here, it feels more here it's like you're always alone so i feel like people mm. can kind of be later and that you're just kind of in your own thing and you, you like know. you're excited that they came so it's like oh you're t- you're 15 late you came like I'm yeah, so happy. Yes. Are huge here, not just mm-hmm. with celebrities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Canceling on laughs> anybody, anything. Yeah, <laughs> not making it. Well, even the amount of friends I've had who've moved here from New York or Chicago or any city with public transit, which just speaks to how bad public transit is in the United States, are just like excited to drive because of that alone mm-hmm. time and because of like podcasts and like music and singing in the car and just like not because ha- not having a seat to go to work and you have like an hour and a half of standing on a train fucking sucks it sucks more than a 40 minute drive alone with your own music 
and an AC blasting on you. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Well, it's, I mean, astrology does it again. Los Angeles is in Aries. And it's mm. a very like me Aries kind of mm. city where it's like you're you drive you come here even the people that like the reason people move to Los Angeles is like I want to be it's like my dreams I want to pursue my thing I'm gonna leave do my own thing whereas like I feel like I mean people move to New York to do that too but, but it also, also to is find like, scenes in New York I yeah. feel like New York has more like collective mm-hmm. groupery groupery mm-hmm. yeah well I was talking to someone from New York recently and I think the big difference is that. People do have jobs there and Mm -hmm. here they just don't. (laughs) Yep. And you're like, what do you do? And they're like, I try on socks. And you're like, that's not. And then in New York, they're like, I'm a financial investment, like whatever. And you're like, oh, that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. So somehow the print industry, like journalism and websites and media, like the ones Facebook hasn't destroyed still exist somehow in New York City. Where here it's just like service serving people during the daytime you're like how do they what do they do for work and it's like i don't know but we're all brunching but like, even somehow. that is like not yeah. they're not even like a bartender it's like the whatever cliche of like models who serve mm-hmm. like they're not even like you're still not even if you're like in service industry they're still like no but we need but you what to do you like, really do yeah we need you to like yeah. wear a fedora or what whatever thing <laughs> is like the Mm. hat tester <laughs> yeah the vibe of the restaurant or the i'm a fedora promotion model it's probably a real thing. But no one's stressed about it. It's so weird. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just too nice out to like get, like you're like, I'm here, mm-hmm. whatever. I can drink a 40 outside. It works. I like that. I yeah. do feel like at home people are like, wait, so you're a witch and <laughs> you are a color magician? Like, how do you support yourself? Whereas mm. here everyone's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one questions it. Uh huh. They're like, actually, my stepmom's a color magician too. That's so cool. Like, come from a long line of color magicians. <laughs> no, there's like, it's it's hard to freak people out in yeah. LA. Like, everyone so does something weird or is adjacent to something kind of weird that their family from like the Heartland makes fun of them for. Right. Until they turn around and then say something about you behind your back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like very that. Not you, but you no. know. In I know general. what you mean. Yes. Do you do you have a lot of like I'll use the term woo woo, but like do you yeah. have a lot of woo woo people out here that you like come see and stay with and that because I know that it's like I feel like it's more accepted out here, but at least from what I gather from the internet. Yes. Um <laughs> I feel like New York surprisingly has a much like more uh robust kind of like metaphysical community whether it be astrology or tarot or just any kind of like spiritual thing i just feel like there's so many more kind of like see people doing meetups and parties and um studying under each other and stuff like that and i feel like we just like don't have a lot of that here yeah and that's i feel like i hear that a lot and it does surprise me because there's a very like vibrant witch community like woo-woo community happening in New York in a way that I think people more so associate with here. Yeah, everyone's always like, oh, I bet I bet there's so much. And I'm like, not really. No, it's just that everyone wow. does a little. Yeah. It's or like, no, every, yeah. everybody's like, like you like, said. I know my moon sign. And then, and like, <laughs> but they're, you're like, but um, how do you feel about other people? And they're like, ew. <laughs> 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 like, oh, okay. Like, 
<laughs> you're not really in the yeah the i guess community. it's like i guess it's like the collective learning is appreciated in new york but maybe there's also that idea of like well you're also going to take these skills to whatever practice or job or thing that you're doing yeah i feel like la since you're in your own bubble it's like well i don't need to know about this kind of mysticism because i'm doing this kind of mysticism and they're mm. neither neither the two shall meet and it's like oh my god again and that's why your workshop was cool because i feel like there was a lot of astrology things with learning about colors that felt like very familiar like i was like oh duh like like mars energies like red energy like these sorts of things like felt like something we know about it like if you're learning about astrology um but also just it's things that I don't think about often. So it was like, but that was the same with astrology for me when I was beginning. It's like, I'm not thinking about my other placements or people's other placements or like what's happening actually like in the sky today. So it was like a, a nice reminder of like every, we've been doing this this whole time, just right. a lot of subconscious doing of color things. Um, and for those at home, brief definition of like color magic color or magic. color awareness or like what does that mean Ooh, color awareness <laughs> i love that yeah well that's what it felt like i did feel like oh cool. i like i do think about this i just never thought about thinking about it before so that was right. really like that was like a fun realization yeah, in your workshop how much oh. did you have before <laughs> no, no. i just never think about thinking about it <laughs> I, I I'm, was, just, I'm just kidding. i was so hungover in your class like i was sweating and like all the windows were open and i was like anyone hot is anyone else hot yeah. <laughs> i was like nope we're in like a bright 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 breezy room and i'm just sweating balls um but it was great it brought me to life <laughs> but yes tell us Tell us briefly, you sure. know, again, you don't have to, you know, do it all. But for anyone who's not familiar with your work, uh, how do you define color magic? Sure. So I really like what you said about not being aware of it. So I think this workshop helps everyone. I like to say break the spell on the magic of color because every color holds a specific vibrational energy and intention. Um, it can create an emotional response. So it's all about using the colors that you're already interacting with intuitively in a more conscious way. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I think that accurately describes this. Was there a purpose in wearing black today? That is a good question. I feel like, and it's funny because I wear less black at home, but I've been wearing more black here, which feels not very LA. Mm, but maybe like making like a, I'm not, I'm, I am visiting here. Right. Like just so everyone knows I yes. hold it down in NYC. I am right. like a goth color fairy magic woman. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think it's just, honestly, I'm a little tired and black is so protective and I just felt like I needed that little boost. I wanted to show up in like my nightgown. Mm -hmm. uh. Yeah. Night, <laughs> nightgowns 2020 baby that's my that's my campaign silk slips mm -hmm. all day sign me up i'm on that <laughs> campaign another person has added their <laughs> their hat to the ring <laughs> man i don't know that's i think that's gonna be a really compelling i mean a lot of people are you know gonna be bernie but i'm yeah. gonna be i'm gonna be still going honestly listen i know like yeah wiping out student debt sounds cool but have you felt a silk slip yeah. on your body i before? have a feeling you're not going to be that worried about debt when you're lounging in a nightgown <laughs> for yeah. real avoiding your yes. bills yeah, exactly. <laughs> um no i agree with stevie the kind of um you know you learn about things 
I feel like as you go, you find out about like kind of what you're talking about, the the ways that color is used in advertising and and like in nature and stuff like that. But just being reminded of all of the kind of things that we do subconsciously that are actually like magic, if that's what you want to call it. It's not some people might not call it magic necessarily, but it is. And especially once you like bring intention to it, it absolutely makes sense that that could be something that you could use in your day-to-day life to kind of conjure moods and and manipulate your surroundings and and all of that yeah um what do you like hang on let me get my notes to this Hmm. um how did you start doing it I feel like my first I mean it all started in a very subconscious way I didn't even realize I was doing it but Really, it started when I was a teenager dyeing my hair and like feeling what colors I was trying to interact with and invoke and then moving through that, I think working in sales and marketing and becoming more aware of how color is used to influence people and just seeing how much we aren't aware of how we're being manipulated in that way. And I think having that knowledge is empowering. We should all feel empowered to create magic and I think it's just really important to use and to have these tools that are like self-empowering and use them in a way we're already are so we should be more aware of what we're doing it made me think of um we did a episode recently about just kind of like art and and culture astrology in different places and one of the things that I've been kind of fascinated with as of late is that Ronald Reagan had a astrologer uh and (sighs) One of the things that you brought up yesterday was that like the color dark blue is so associated with trust. And so that's, you know, banks use it a lot. And Mm -hmm. then also I was noticing, thinking about it, that it's like the color of uniforms. Yes. Too. Uh, So thinking about kind of the and I hate to generalize because maybe there are nice people on the other side, whatever. But (laughs) but thinking about how maybe maybe (laughs) that I feel like astrology and magic and all those things that are so are so kind of closely more associated with like liberalism but also the idea of other the other side is also using magic right and astrology to and control just, people yeah but just yes. not in the way that we think of necessarily yes well i think i also kind of had a thought about the idea of blue representing trust because but after your workshop, I went to a woman of color event and like, I think often for people of color, like you get called certain colors or you get told that you are certain colors. And so you feel a different way about colors than other people. Um, and I think blue is definitely one that right now, like people of color do not, it does not represent trust. It like represents oppression in a lot mm-hmm, of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, and as like with there, a, a lot of other colors that we consider like, Like, blue is not calming to black people right now. It's, like, um, the exact opposite, you know? So I wonder, like, how do we rectify those two things? Or how do we, like, invoke this type of magic and and, and keep ourselves safe and keep our minds safe and not feel like... Like, yeah, you could still wear blue or whatever. You're not, like, representing the other side. Does that make sense? Totally. Well, and I also feel like there is so much... Um, control and oppression and we want to be self-empowered now more than ever so I also feel as sharing the magic of color that it's really important that 
it not just be like, Hey, listen to me. And this is what it is. And this is it only like, that's why it's so important for me to remind everyone, like follow your intuition, follow what feels right to you. And just because we're talking about that, this color has this association doesn't mean it's a blanket statement for everyone. Yeah. And also like to empower people to use that in that way, instead of like, I don't know, I guess everything can have a low side. Yeah. So to like mm-hmm. take the high side. Right. But, but how powerful would that be? Say like maybe if our government again, you guys are listening to a very liberal leaning <laughs> podcast. If you've gone the, if you've made it this far, what are you what are you doing? Um <laughs> but how what a statement that would be, say if there was major police reform and the uniforms did switch to like a white, a white or something yeah. more like right. peacekeeping yeah. or neutral Yeah, exactly. Something hot pink. Hot pink, baby. I yes. wanna I want the magenta police to just be like, give me like, let's be like Japan. Let's just give directions. Like, let's not yes. harass people and well, like be I accommodating. Yeah. CHP, they wear khaki. Mm-hmm. I mean, different states. Oh, the highway. Places. The highway. Like, they do also the sheriffs wear like browns, mm-hmm. which is like the sturdy. You know what I mean? So it is uh-huh. like uh-huh. to make you feel a different where I feel like the blue is a little bit more authoritative trust. Like, yes. right. It's, it's it is. dark mm-hmm. color. Well, like, it's like, believe me when I say you're doing something or wrong. Or you have to do yeah. what right. I say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it, what's interesting to me is I think you're right, Lisa, and like the hi- kind of high side and low side of anything. But the the idea of... Um, blue being more of a like intellectual trust right not an actual mm-hmm. like um warmth right which brown i think is which more l- like I think even a light blue would be a more of a warm light yeah yeah well that's yeah. and that's like that's uh, like a businessman's shirt you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. or like hospital like dr right. scrubs right or something like that where it's like you you can trust me but they're also it's taken down this thing but i think i get just the idea of that being kind of used as like manipulation tactics for people is interesting to think of i think just like oh when you see just as like another kind of like tool in our toolbox to evaluate people's like motives and what is this thing okay um what is this corporation trying to accomplish right now or whatever oh you mean like pride month i mean also (laughs) the way that we like label other people of like their race as certain colors where it's like Native American people get labeled as red because people want to paint them as aggressive, not because mm-hmm. they're red. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And, and and that's not who they are. And like, that's not, it's, that is like something that society has done mm-hmm. where I think, um, you know, and I know that Native American people use color in their own like work that they do, but I don't know how, so I don't want to like speculate about that. But I just think that sometimes when we, have those notions about color like they're not always on the up and up yes like you're saying sometimes mm-hmm. people use them for evil that is yeah. wild thinking about that of like of course it's like meant to be oppressive and stuff but then also the like the connotation of it to not even thinking about like i, I mean yeah. they, we they do it to women too like we're pink and you know it's right. like yeah mm-hmm. it's let's well, just it keeping people in boxes which i think if you access every spectrum then you're not in a box but if you're like kept in the blue box or the red box or whatever that might be it feels limiting or having whatever your experience is even like facebook just changed their blue i don't know if anyone noticed that they made it like a more like like saturated not cerulean but like not as navy blue as it used to be 
And I have a theory. It's because only old people use Facebook now. And I think they're like, we're young still. Like, get on Facebook. Share. Mm -hmm. I know you guys love Instagram stories, but like, you can use Facebook stories too. We're not cops. And it's like, no, no, no. You guys are cops. You're You're telling me the light blue is like chill. And I just like, don't believe you. Also, it's just like a kind of like off putting blue to me. It really is. It's very like, the first blue like Microsoft now, created or something. Yeah, it's very. Oh, I see. It's yeah, the, it's the same Apple blue. They also pretty close to Twitter. Oh, mine update. Yeah. Mine updated. Mine's like a. This um, is like I know this is tough on, for the visual. On, we'll do it online. We'll do it. Uh, we can do it off. But I have a question for you, or I have a a discussion topic. I one of the first things you said in um, you were talking about your color wheel and how in your we'll say opinion um Mm -hmm. that black and red are actually opposite each other yes um which i thought was really interesting if thinking about it as like uh zodiacal uh associations because what it made me think of is like aries scorpio both mars energy but different like manifestations of it and one of them is like the you know red seeing red going through right away but the other one is that like behind in the shadows depth uh but still like a darkness you know still black can like overtake anything too but not by like standing out by like just fading Mm. into everything totally um what are yeah what how do you use do you use color in astrology and what i mean yeah what do you yeah. Any other thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. Well, I think in all of these modalities, there's a lot of resonance happening. A lot of times if you're, it's just figuring out what language you are vibing with, whether it's a lot of people like to work with crystals or if your language is astrology, uh, if you want a more science-based approach, all of this it's all related. It's all coming from the same place. So that's why we'll see it across the board. But I really like, I never thought of that Aries Scorpio. That's good. I was just, imagine, <laughs> I was imagining like the natal chart as like a, a color wheel then. Totally. And so it would be like, yeah. Oh, my Jupiter is green. I'm like, my Jupiter's mm. in green. And then how do those <laughs> colors interact with each other? Just like another kind of like level of, uh, you know if you if you're having trouble thinking of the you know the planetary associations if you kind of think of them as how colors interact with each other and how this is a complementary color or these two are like next to each other so they maybe don't blend that yeah well. they don't blend that well or they kind of are like the same yeah, color so it's you know that's not gonna mm-hmm. be that dynamic of a thing but yeah sarah how like w- you're a virgo we'll get into your chart but like where are you at with astrology? Where, how does it play into your life? Are you an astro head? What do we know? Like deep natal chart stuff or just like, where, where are you at with astrology? So I think astrology is fascinating. I feel like I still feel very much like a beginner. I, uh, several of my tarot clients are astrologers. So I do feel very lucky that, they all share their wisdom with me or they'll we'll kind of talk about the resonance between tarot and astrology a mm-hmm. lot and almost like translate languages in that way. And getting deeper into the houses is something that's a lot newer for me. It's really um, 
more so in the last year mm-hmm. I started learning about that. And I feel like there's just so much math. I'm so overwhelmed <laughs> by it, <laughs> but I enjoy that challenge. And I think it's, I mean, I really, I fully believe in this. I, I mean, what was that disaster this past Wednesday? That's oh, yeah. That's why I booked my flight that day because I didn't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> that uh, was like, what was it? Like a Mars, Pluto, Mercury, fuck, fuck off. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, no one was yeah. right that day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know, like, I think sometimes too, and maybe you have thoughts of this with like color and like, and we've talked to people who listen to us and outside of like obsession sometimes too, where it's like now like, I can get obsessive over things I really like and just like being like color, color, see you never color everywhere. And like, same with like, oh, like uh, everyone sucks. Cause I read an article that said everyone was going to suck today. And it's like, I think it's also knowing like I was fine. Everyone around me was not fine. And then my one Scorpio friend was like, I'm fine. But like everyone here is like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah d- that doesn't mean we're going to have like a shitty day. It's just, depending on people's charts and placements and what's going on, we might be feeling it. And so they yes. can walk in mindfully into a day, which other people yes. can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also I think speaking of like math and sciencey things with color, I, in college, I took a class called patterns in nature. It was like the soft option science class <laughs> for yes. people who are into art and <laughs> shit. Um, and it was my favorite class that I took in college probably because it was all about like how we create patterns in nature, obviously. But, like, we only had to show up one day, and our teacher gave us a dollar. And I just, like, (laughs) it was, like, a real soft option class. Amazing. But, like, yeah, we learned about, like, light refraction, the creation of color. Do you use any of that science in your work with color? Do you know which wavelengths create blue and which ones create red? Or is it, or do you, are you more in, like, the paint side, like, the art side? So I don't know if this is my like Virgo essence, but I always feel like as much as I'm very comfortable in the astral, like I have to have my feet firmly planted on the ground. And I feel like I get much more excited about the art and the creativity aspects of it. But I have to have the science too. Cause I feel like if anyone's going to oppose me, I have to like (laughs) be like, no, 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 this is it. And, Da, 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 da. so i am aware of all of that it's just like it's, it's not super interesting right They're it's numbers. a little dry yeah yeah but i do have um i love collecting books about color and color theory and color healing and so i do have some of the more science heavy books but I will admit they stay on the shelf a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I took a color theory class in college, but I think it was so feely. It was just Mm -hmm. like on how it made us feel. So everyone was different and it was kind of just, it was again, it's like soft art school class where it was like, yeah, you like brown. (laughs) 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 The best thing that I learned in that class is that like in order to create rainbows, light has to be refracted off of a round surface, which is why like, the sky is blue because it's round and like whatever wavelength that is. Um, and th- yeah. And so flat earth people, you can turn this off. Now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We have guys. proved it. Um, it dude, we have but such a big <laughs> flat earth contingent, but <laughs> sa- every sunset is rainbow order because the, um, surface of the earth is curved. So all the reds will be at the bottom and the dark purples will be at the top. Ah. And that's where the darkness mm. of night is coming in to set into the sun. So I always think that's cute. And if you try to paint a sunset, that's how you do it. There you go. It's interesting because it's like there's 
I I was with um some relatives and uh one of them is a like a scientist, like a science teacher, professor and like whatever and I always get a little kind of I always get a little uh, uh not anxious but uh, you know more guarded about talking about um astrology and you know magic anything you know more more on the astral as you said but it also seems to me like so so silly to that they are in opposition to each other because it is different kind of just like explanations for something but it's like just because science can explain things doesn't mean that we don't already have like an understanding of them without Mm. science because it's like you know science can technically define sex but people have been fucking since the beginning of time (laughs) so it's like we did have ways to figure things out without science so the idea that science is like the only way to measure whether something is valid or not is such a weird or to think that now you have like an upper hand it's like no you just know like the ingredients to a thing i do also think that science when it's done correctly is silly like the people who are like so snooty about it are not the people doing cool stuff like like this class which is like obviously not real like <laughs> not real intense <laughs> or anything weren't solving cancer or anything but like i do feel like a real scientist is someone who's like nope i'm going to make a laser beam reflect off of milk i don't know how but i'm going to like <laughs> dilute it with water as long as it can in order to make that like i'm going to do this and i'm going to like i'll add a quarter and see if like having a metallic surface in there changes that whatever we had to like do this project but like you know like to in order to really understand how light behaves i'm gonna do it with uh with booze i'm gonna do it with like whatever and like i'm gonna have fun doing it i'm not just gonna be like oh well uh yeah it seems like a mirror you know Mm -hmm. like well it'd be interesting to see and maybe there's any of the science heads out there throw these reports our way but like even the idea of like people who maybe use magic or astrology in more of like a psychological study of like, well, are those using it getting to their feel like they're getting to their goals or whatever you're using astrology or color magic for? Like, are they feeling that those therapeutic effects from accessing this? Or like, even if you think like, well, it's not real, but like, let's think of it as a placebo then. Like, let's think of it as like a, y- a yes, guiding you do thing. Get it. I read some study that people who do rituals, lighting candles, and whatever it's like you're 10% happier or some shit. Oh, well, I'll take that 10% like, baby. Like, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you get like a lot out of it. Everybody okay. says placebo like that's a thing to but, you know, it's like I think we've science talked, term. Yeah. No, but this is what they would call yeah. it. I think we've talked about this before perhaps, but like the idea that it's like yeah, placebo works though. Yeah. So it's like who yeah. cares? It's still working. It's like mm-hmm. why why are we why are we saying like one one is real and one isn't if if placebo placebo were if, if like the suggestion of something personally if the placebo is going to be working i rather have that than the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. so oh, like totally. if we're gonna really you know yeah really get there i'll, I'll rather take the sugar pill Damn! How take the sugar? You yes. could have the blue pill or the sugar. I'll pill. have the <laughs> apple chaser. Oh, wait, that doctor away. Wait, that's a good question. In the Matrix, the red and blue. Which one's like uh, the bad one? Or which one's one. the, I think they're both bad. No, red pill is the Matrix. Red pill is because the Matrix. that's why the men's rights call their shit the red pill because they feel like they have the real oh like view uh, of the world. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what losers. Also, right? I think I'm right. Also, I'm Easter are. egging that right now for later in the episode. You'll Ooh. see where it comes up again. Oh, um, yeah. What are you going on? R dash red pillar right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, being a Virgo. Yes. When did you know you were a Virgo? Like, I guess, like, if is this, like, for a lot of people, it's, like, reading magazines when they're younger or whatever, I guess. When did being a Virgo, like, appear in your life? And do you like being a Virgo? Do you relate to the qualities you read you? about? Hmm. Like, how's that going for you? So, I love that question, first of all, <laughs> because I have a lot to say about it. But I just, I think, like, a lot of people, it was through reading my horoscope as a kid and in, like... 17 magazine or something and I feel like I actually hated being a Virgo when I was a kid and a teenager because I feel like there's all of this ideas of like a Virgo's uptight and like all we want to do is make lists which like I fucking love making lists so <laughs> actually that's pretty dope and um but I think there's just all of this like being like so tightly wound and all of these ideas that maybe I was trying to fight more as like a kid, as a teenager. And this whole idea of like, I hate being labeled. Like I hate being put mm, in this mm-hmm. box and like, and then people always being like, you don't seem like a Virgo. And I was like, why? Cause I'm like messy. I think that is like a Virgo thing actually. But like, mm-hmm. um, just this whole, like, I think there's this idea of this like virginal uptight, boring person or something, but there's so much more. I love being a Virgo. I heard that we are like, the freakiest oh i also right? every virgo i know is super artistic mm-hmm. yeah every single one yeah, i love that well, this is something that i just thought of because you're a sad rising yes and i've been thinking a lot about rising signs as they are you know kind of like reactions to to uh the world around like how we how we are perceived in the world and how we respond to that and that being like part of the rising sign and i think it's interesting that your rising is sagittarius because it is so not virgo it is very like i'm laid back i'm Uh. easygoing i'm like ready to go i don't need to schedule who fucking needs it i'm Mm. super fun and like really open-minded but uh if that's like a Obviously, you didn't like choose what time you're born, so you didn't choose to be a Sagittarius rising necessarily. But, but I did. But yeah, that's <laughs> yes. right. You know what I mean? Like the idea, you know, w- the way that we kind of like stereotype signs, if that then has an influence on why, like why people embody their rising signs to a certain extent. Uh, but yeah, I feel like nobody really? talks about the the like Virgo sun, I feel like is not the Virgo that's on horoscopes. I feel like Virgo rising is the Virgo that's in a horoscope Mm. because it's like more about coming across as having your shit together and being perceived as organized and Mm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like Virgo sons are just, uh, more like, uh, efficient or whatever. And like that it's like, Oh, I need to like know stuff. I need to get stuff done. I need to like, we don't have time for, you know, uh dealing with stuff that isn't going to be useful or helping us grow and learn and you know whatever and not like who has time to be like kind of like you said being disorganized uh where it's like yeah i don't who has time to make sure that their you know closet is organized i'm doing all of these other things i'm my energies are focused here thank you i feel like that is like everything i love about being a virgo and i think i have like 
I don't think I'm easily like rattled or shaken. And I think it's that earthiness that I really love. So Mm -hmm. it was like, I feel like I did reject it so much, but it was then being able to learn more about how much is embodied in each sign and how much is embodied in a chart. And Mm -hmm. I think it was everything you were saying that when people first meet me, I am more outgoing and social and more of that like sad rising. But then, yeah, when you get to know me, you see like I am pretty organized. <laughs> you are <laughs> like, also ninth house sun, so that's, that's like Sag the Sagittarius energy. house. Oh. So that's also like a cool way to access yourself and the way you come off. Yeah, oh. I, I think, think that makes sense in your statement too about wanting to be kind of based in in some sort of science. And, and like authenticity yeah, yeah. All and that being like yes. i need i need to know all of it not just one side it's the and the philosophy yeah. like sages love the philosophy of everything the psychology the sociology like they're just scholars and want to learn but the virgo will actually like do it like where the sage like mm. can what need some direction go what color do we think of virgo i think virgo is very green oh i was thinking like a periwinkle Ooh, Ooh. a periwinkle I, like that too. I used to date periwinkle he was a nice guy <laughs> I love Perry. Uh, um, the, the Virgo green. That's so weird. My mom's green, a Virgo and she's like very green to I me. I can see that. Like, just like, and also I guess it's like Virgos. I've been meeting so many Virgo risings lately. Mm-hmm. And just like, I feel like Virgos have been everywhere lately. I think everyone's like redemptioning like the, tra- the traits and Thank tropes you. that are online. But Virgos are very fun. They just don't waste time on dumb shit Mm -hmm. like they're gonna go be fun at the funnest thing and if you you. if you invite them to something that sounds horrible they're like not not gonna go yeah and i'm not even gonna pretend like i'm gonna be there i'm just gonna be like i'm not going exactly i've always been a virgo stand specifically virgo women um because it's as a sagittarius i've always been like it's very much like what you see is what you get and they are capable of having like kind of more blunt uh conversation it's like yeah this is what i like this is what i don't like and as long as you kind of like stay within those parameters then it's like you're never you know like you you know your virgo friends are the ones that do certain things and not other things and it's like as long as you don't ask them to do the things that you know that they don't do then but i think we'll give the virgos some props for our earth sign sisters and brothers and whoever's out there being a taurus knowing a lot of capricorns i feel like since virgo and you have the sag mutable energy I think a Virgo will not say no to something they've never tried before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like they're willing mm-hmm. to give it a shot and go like, oh, cool. Yeah, that dive bar like that I hate. Cause I, they're like, well, just come. It's like, nope, been there once. Sample has been taken. Mm-hmm. Don't need to try it. Where I think sometimes the other earthy signs can be like, no, just the idea of it alone is like enough for me to say no. Yeah. Where Virgo's like. Virgos can try anything once, but then yes. once if they don't like it, the once it's canceled. That is a good point, and I agree yes. with that. Do you agree with that? Absolutely or accurate. Like ask a Vir- or like yes. asking a Virgo. That is that is true. Oh, I will like speak we for have all the of Virgo us. right here. <laughs> yes. I also noticed in your chart that you have a lot of squares, and I wonder how. I mean, you don't have to talk about this at length because it's Ooh. like about challenges, and I know okay. that we don't always want to be like yeah my life's been so hard or whatever but it seems like you've probably had to overcome a lot and you've probably worked very hard to get where you're at would you say that's true i do feel that way i do you don't have to go into detail but you can if you want to talk about any um specific thing that you're working towards or 
that you're glad that you've accomplished? Yeah. I mean, I live in Manhattan. I support myself as a witch. Like, I Hell am yes. so Hell proud yes. of that. And a, a collective uh, snap thank across you. the board. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I do. I'm pretty open about the fact that I don't drink. I am live as a sober person. That was a challenge. I mean, that's a challenge I'm still getting through. But like, I am so proud of that. And that's to amazing. live in like mm-hmm. a very like psychic. I feel like I have a very psychedelic life, but in a lucid way now. Mm-hmm. And um, boundaries have been a challenge, like figuring those out. But through tarot and magic, I've felt that I've been able to really strengthen those in a way. So yeah, I actually feel like there have been a lot of challenges or even just being a woman who owns her own business. Like that Mm -hmm. is not easy. Um, and getting to that and being taken seriously. And I feel like very proud of that to be able to walk into meetings with corporate clients. And I'm like, I'm very much that pajama nightgown campaign 2020. (laughs) And so to be able to be at a point where people want to work with me and I'd be like, I'm going to roll in in my silk pajamas Mm, and get that job. And like, that feels really good, but like not having to compromise what that person is like, you want me. So this is actually me. So like it or right. And just being like, we both know what we're working with here and accepting it and feeling confident in my abilities and being, um, you know, not hiding my spiritual side and being able to fully incorporate that in my business. Like that was a challenge. I think that totally makes sense that that's something that you, you do um, though, because you have your son conjunct your midheaven, which is your most like public, mm-hmm. the highest, it's the highest point in your chart. So it's the most kind of public part of you. So it's usually associated with career or what you're kind of like known for at, by people at large, not, nece- not like interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. and having your son like, right there is it's you it's your it's your your essence your spirit your you know life life force all of those things are the thing that you are most known for I would say or if Mm -hmm. and if not if maybe it sounds like you feel that way now but but also just in in general kind of I feel like staying in line in line with that will always be a good kind of guiding uh guiding star for you Mm -hmm. i also see that your north node is in taurus at a critical degree which i think speaks to um which i love the idea of you going to work in your pajamas because (laughs) (laughs) yeah because that is like a huge lesson for you is like how to be comfortable and like you Mm. you have like in the sixth yeah in the sixth house where it's like about the day-to-day stuff and like i think for people with this placement we often understand pain and all of the hard stuff and all of the death and rebirth and all of the like big ideas but those simple things are like a little bit harder to access where it's oh like yeah just being comfortable or being like here where it's like <laughs> ugh, i can't do this it's so hard yeah. but i can do all of this other like deep metaphysical work it's just this mm-hmm. easy today grounding stuff that's really difficult so i think if you want to go to work in your pajamas that's your soul's purpose damn Thank you. to piggyback off of all that i think what kind of goes with that too is like you have just so much stuff near your ascendant too like like you have this mars and saturn are right there and like neptune's like not too far away too and i think those are all about like 
desire and work and art but like doing it like but I feel like when people have things close to their ascendant, it's like something that you have to like let people know. Right? Like mm. it's like something you can't just like have people guess about you. It's like, no, you need to like go in and tell people like, I need this from you today or I need this from my career. I need this from my art. And it's not just going to like sit there. And I think since you have uh, Virgo Mercury too, like being able to like organize and thoughtfully say that is like, we're just singing your praises here today. We're just yes. like, you just have like, I think for what you do, it's fun to like know, and also just seeing your workshop too. It's like fun to see people in their element and then look at your little map and be like, oh, and like you're at this like place in your life. We're like, oh, this is like how we got here a little bit. And there's still so much, so much places to go. But I think if that keeps getting leaned into, like that's only an, a recipe for success is just like mm. people want to be told what to do too. Like it's like a shocking thing that takes, I think, years of like businessing and like being friends and being lovers it's like people like some people really want to be told what to do and i think you oh, can yeah. tell people what to do <laughs> if you want to i love telling people what to do <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. um something that i notice is that you also have uranus conjunct your ascendant which is all about change and and um uniqueness and all this so i think also the idea of like changing your appearance like changing your hair color often uh, totally fits that that would be, you know, your mm. modality of choice, at least, you know, not the only one, but that absolutely makes sense that that's, that that is something that you do. Oh, I love that. I also noticed that you have a cancer moon, which I also have. Ooh. And it's one of my favorite things um, because especially during your workshop when we were talking about silver and you were talking about like the divine feminine and I was like, oh, yeah, like the silvery moon and like the ocean. And I'm like getting all of my cancer feels. So <laughs> I feel like if you're not accessing enough silver in your life, it might be time to like, I don't know, wear a duct tape bracelet. Oh, my God. Totally. I, I told you about the boyfriend I had who had a duct tape wallet. No. Right. Like he constructed it of duct tape. I was being... I'm kidding. That was like a phase. <laughs> that, I was feel a like that was like that a phase. That was a thing. Like yeah. duct tape. Uh, silence is golden, but duct tape rules. <laughs> People no. would make duct tape like everything. Yeah, like, like sandals, clothes, jackets. Mm -hmm. That I was mean, a thing. That was a thing. Like, duct tape prom dress contests. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And then they started making like all of like colorful duct tape yes. and like patterns and everything. Okay, because I didn't mean to take it to this gross place. All right, that oh wasn't what god. I was trying to do. There's a gross place. I know. Tape is like gross. Anyway, I have a question. Yeah. Since you mentioned the Cancer Moon, so many of my closest girlfriends have Cancer Moons. We do. Interesting. Yeah. Are they witches? Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think just Sisters of the Moon. Like right. I think like it's like divine the the divine feminine. Like I think, and you're an eighth house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't not sure what their house placements, but like. I feel like we get so many eighth house moon people who like request chart readings or like really? come on the pod because it is like emotion like you can take the highs and like I mean again people are different phases of life whatever but you do have the equipment to take the highs and lows and the ups and downs and the sudden changes and the the new realities of emotional depths if you you know if you want to and that's t that's magical and that's tough and that's like not everyone can do that but yeah I think it's just like divine sister energy i think it's also mm. interest the interest in deep emotions or mm -hmm. like what like a, tr okay. a real like immersion in all of your feels and everything too in that eighth house because it's you know the the scorpio energy which is you know so much about 
taboos and secrets and mystery and and just anything kind of like below the surface deeper than normal and cancer is already a watery deep sign so kind of just like even more capacity mm-hmm. for all of that mm-hmm. but maybe more more uh with like a not in it but it's like the the guide through the depth not the depth itself which i think that's like if you have like cancer houses like Mm -hmm. i don't find that to be like a house placement that's naturally like i think can i think water signs always have a little intuitive psychic powers i think anybody can but like those are like if you feel like you do it's like look at your chart but i feel like eighth house and twelfth house placements which that scorpio and pisces i feel like those are the ones that like if you whether it's your mercury or venus or whatever placement is i feel like it's going to have that like all-knowing energy like just already built into like where you're throwing the planet in your chart it's i'm trying to think of a good metaphor of like it's like what you cook like what you cook but what you cook it in is going to make a different result than what your friend might have so Mm -hmm. um i hope that made some sense yeah no i love that yeah you're not gonna make an egg in an instant pot you'd probably (laughs) be better with a pan where it belongs but if you have to but if you're an instant pot you might be psychic yeah (laughs) you probably get some weird energy in there Uh, if you throw an egg in there just to touch on the silver while we're in silver landia because me and julia were driving back and we try not to talk too much about it because we want to talk about it here but the silver and gold like because we both had that like gut reaction of like oh silver was so 90s and now well, like, and now gold is Big like silver gal gold is the now but i'm seeing us i'm calling a silver comeback after t- talking about this like feminine energy yes. but also uh I was going to say this in the, the class, but I was like, I'll save these people like their time and I'll just talk about it here. But I was going to get ready for a bachelor party from two nights ago. And I was trying on all this floral and trying out like, I'm like, it's fun. Like I'm going out for fun. And then I was like, wait, I'm in charge. I don't know everybody. And like, I'm actually like kind of a momager tonight. So I put on like a black with the silver belt. And then you talked about like, the properties of black and silver in your class and i was like that is why i did that yes. like because I, I just went from like no no no, i need to be like kind of a like a manager boss right now right. but also like this femme touch and throwing like a good time for like my besties getting married so i just had like had a moment in your class like scribbling in my notebook like <laughs> i'm a big silver gal also it. it's very valuable right now so shit i think I'm, I, it might not be but i'm pretty sure it's all precious metals are pretty um, stock tip yeah. y'all pretty uh right now is a pretty well, good makes time to sense get that i think i i agree you know silver having a comeback and it really did that that was the one where i was like oh man because i fucking love gold i'm not a silver person i guess i used Wait, to is be it but cheap or high right now i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you're supposed to buy it or sell it right now but you Either. guys can google yeah. that you'll yeah. find out but um but the idea of like uh i think things that i associate silver with maybe the more i think about it the more i'm like oh yeah that that those are my problems with like being a woman too or where it's like no i like gold because gold is like you know warm and and you know showy and flashy and stuff and silver is like more subdued and whatever and like or even just like uh more the idea of silver being more like reflective literally than gold like gold is still shiny but it's not uh it doesn't reflect the same way that silver does also in a lot of i don't know if this is still true but i know growing up like we were told not to mix them 
And I feel like that's a very interesting Mm -hmm. metaphor for like, because I love, I love a gold and silver piece. Like I think it's beautiful, but um, yeah, like I remember that used to be like a big fashion rule of like you don't wear like yes. a silver bracelet with like a gold necklace, right. even brown and black. Yeah. Like everyone's but like, keep them if away. we're talking about it in return in terms of like masculine, feminine, receptivity, aggression, like those kind of things, it's like we are coming into like a new era of that where it's like, oh yeah, no, there's a third thing called being everything, and um, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a pretty cool gold and silver piece. We like, can wear gold yes. and silver and rose gold and all the golden. S- there's probably new yeah. silvers. I don't shine. even know about right. just shine. Oh my Put God. But ro- thinking about rose gold as like the new trend right now, this is like my yes. mind is imploding with like um, the corporatization of like girl boss and mm. that oh kind of thing gosh. of like, oh my god, we love it's rose pink, gold, silver, it's, and gold. Yeah, it's like it's pink, yes. but it's gold. So it's like it's, but it's these ideas of it yes. still kind of being more like, oh yeah, women can act like men now. Not, mm. and I apologize using such you know binary language. No, but that's that, what but the girl that, boss is leading yeah, to energy. is like you couldn't be a boss before, but what if we put you in a power blazer in a co-working space just for white ladies? And it's like, yeah. oh yay, yes, that, Ro- I mean, rose all day. Like, let's make also yes. alcoholism like a trending <laughs> T-shirt. Like, this is insane. Not before I've had my wine. Please don't make that T-shirt before I've had my wine. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, I have a selfish color question that I wanted to ask in the class. Bring it Curious on. about. I like can only tolerate colors that are like. You know when you go on Photoshop or whatever and you click like red, like a red's red or an mm-hmm. orange is orange. I can't like look at like stock colors you know what i mean like the cyan of the yeah like i needed a shade like if it's red i need a red orange or like i need it to the i I don't really like those colors either do you know what i mean like those like it's almost like a preschooler yeah i don't know what that means i don't know if that is means anything but what do you think about like like accepting i guess a color at like it's stark value is that like messed up or I mean, you're totally fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to just tell me that already. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> no, it's actually funny because that comes up a lot. And I was just talking about this in a studio visit earlier today. And I just feel like, honestly, like a straight up color, like out of the tube, if you will. If right. Paint or just straight up. I think it lacks a little depth. Mm. So I feel like you just want something that's just a little bit more complex that gives you a little bit more to think about, more to feel. And there's something that just, it can be a little flat or one note when it's just that huh. straight up cool. saturated color. I mean, again, these are things I never like thought, like and when you're sitting and journaling and thinking about these things, I'm like, why don't I like computer sample colors? <laughs> or yeah. like, just like getting something as it's, it's like wearing, watching like kids in t-shirts during like PBS specials where they always have to wear like, my shirt is red and my right. shoes are purple and you're like damn calm this oh like let's <laughs> yeah let's lean this somewhere else okay cool you um, feel validated you're just complex and deep thinking <sighs> thank you so much quick cl- i mean not quickly necessarily but um you asked us at the beginning you know favorite color least favorite color um and I said my least favorite color right now is purple and I also but I realized that and you said kind of you know the colors that we are maybe averse to are maybe something that some things that we are actually needing to incorporate uh I realized that like the 
the chakras that I've been kind of focusing on the most are root and throat, Mm -hmm. which is red and blue, which makes fucking purple. Um, So I was like, oh, uh, you win again, uh, like intuition or whatever. But what um, what do you recommend for people if they have aversions to colors? Wait, I got to tell you something. Hmm. That means you go to crown. Right. Yeah. So don't I think you should focus on more intellectual stuff Mm -hmm. because if you're if you're thinking that your root and your throat are creating purple, then I think it's a a mental thing more than what you Mm -hmm. does. That make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now you have to answer the question. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What would you suggest to people who maybe are are? Yeah. How to how to you know become friends with those colors or what what uh yeah. So I feel like. We want to ease into this. I think what's really important about these this practice is if we overwhelm you with a color that you're feeling adverse to, you're not going to do it or you're going to push it away even more. And I feel like let's like ease into this and make it more comfortable and enjoyable so then it's not so overwhelming. So I would actually... I think one of the best ways to start using color magic is when we're talking about using flowers. So Mm -hmm. I would see how you feel with bringing in some purple flowers into your home or into your space. Like, um, I also feel like introducing it. I think like purple, I would also say we would talk about your intuition and how you're feeling about your relationship with that. But also what, how are you feeling at night? Like what are things looking like in your dream world and exploring that and how to make that a more balanced space. So maybe some purple bedding might help. I have a purple bed. Oh, amazing. My like headboard bed oh. frame is purple. How do you feel there? Good. Good. I mean, I like, I love Good. my bed. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's not, I've had shitty beds before where I'm not. Where I'm listen, like, I, I don't go I just to like bed. Me, I just like being out of beds. So I don't know. Uh, me listen, too. I really care. While we're in cancel culture, we'll never get sponsored by them, so it's fine. Casper mattresses suck. Damn. Wow. Okay. I t- actually, I'm gonna fired. I'm gonna bleep that out, and c- just in case. Um, <laughs> I've never tried but one. You know what it is? I'll tell you this, Casper mattresses. I've we never tried actually, one. Oh wait, that's <laughs> and I will give a fair review. Wait, yeah. that, that's a change arm. Change, change my, my mind. mind. <laughs> no. no, but I have one, and uh, I. But you know what it is? I think it's just the foam culture. I don't know. I want like an old. I go. You know what I want to try. Have you seen this Instagram ad? Okay, first of all, I buy things off Instagram, and you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just buy stuff off there, and I've gotten my credit card information <laughs> stolen a number of times from just. I will just click on stuff. Like what? Um, I bought one of those crystal elixir water bottles that oh, was yeah. fake, and they did steal my credit card. <gasps> no. no, it wasn't real. They never sent me anything. No. Um, I have bought crystal necklaces that I showed <laughs> people on this podcast that are plastic. No. Um, I have them in my house. I wish I brought it. It's <laughs> it's colorful, way too colorful to be natural, <laughs> and it's, it looks like a retainer that melted. Um, oh, no. But those bed the new comforters that are made with eucalyptus oh, oh. Like these ads. okay that's what i thought you were gonna say buffy is it yes. Buffy? Yes, yes. and they're just like tired of waking up all sweaty and i'm like i'm, I'm like, like yes every day <laughs> is. what is this i know now beds are like made out of like avocados and yeah, eucalyptus yeah. and i'm like oh but i guess it's those green like mm-hmm. green-minded 
things. Ugh, I'm just remembering our car ride conversation, Julia, too, because we talked about gray, and I was just like, koalas are gray and neutral and nice, and like just like having this exactly. like feeling like a baby, kind of like thinking of like that's brown, so that means that makes sense. The cabinets are a nice place to keep everything, and it's in the home. Like I don't I know, it was it. just a fun. Go to Sarah's workshop, you guys. Like, what do you feel like the biggest like misconception about color is? I have two things I want to say. I feel like the first is that it's frivolous or like it's just color. Like, mm-hmm. no, it is so much more than that. This is such a powerful energy that we're all interacting with every day anyway. So I feel like acknowledging the importance and the power of color is number one. And then I think the hatred of pink, because I think it's just so much of this ingrained sexism because it is so highly associated with women or girls or girlhood and that rejection of that. Mm-hmm. So I think people have a really hard time recognizing how powerful that color is as well. I was just oh, looking so at your shapes. Venus Libra mm-hmm. and I was like this when you were telling us all about like pink, pink life. I was like, oh, well, that like since Venus is all those like beauty and aesthetic and like harmony sort of things i think finding a solace or or i don't know taking back pink i guess from the girl bosses because it's like millennial pink is like a nice color okay it's a good color Mm -hmm. how can you say that you don't like it right Mm -hmm. it's like i know that when we say like red that connotates something in your mind that's like either like what you said primary red or like stop sign or whatever right But, but pink like i'm sure everyone when i said it had a different pink in mm-hmm. their mind you right. know there's so many different ones i think mille- it's interesting millennial pink though because it's like I such know. a a light pink that mm-hmm. it's like we're just now getting back into like accepting femininity or whatever it like mm-hmm. it's like this is the beginning it's not like a hot pink like a real saturated pink it's you know like like where it's like oh, okay we can like start to discuss this mm-hmm. right it's sweet it's so sweet so wait you have a lot of cancer moon people do you tend to like kick it with any other signs or do you notice trends of like signs yeah, in your life totally and if I've, so who are we kicking it with so i actually have a lot of aquarians around me uranus on your ascendant oh okay I'm acting like I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you like, are a Virgo. Oh, no, yes, I'm just yes. <laughs> I love um, it. I have worked with a lot of Aries women. Let's see what else. I do have a lot of Geminis around me. Um, I've dated a lot of Leos, which I think is my own theories on that um <laughs> is it is the thumb is the thumb up down or in the middle and again we you love know, all signs i'm saying for you course, dating course, your dating experience thus far hate all signs. yeah, yeah we right, know, right. Like, fair it's okay i love we it. all know that there are men in the world and they are bad yeah like, and that's right. that's been across every all 12 what, yeah <laughs> yeah there I, are men of all signs yeah. <laughs> and they're all bad yes all signs right, <laughs> right. So I've dated a lot of Scorpio men and Leo men. And wow. I think it's because I dated a lot of guys in bands. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's like, look at me. I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. So that's my I just feel like that makes sense. Um, but yeah, a lot of my a lot of my friends are, are cancers. Uh, that cancer moon. I really have such an affection for an Aquarius. And 
Those are the ones that are really sticking out to me right now. Do you feel like you Virgos. have you have Venus in your tenth house? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you are attracted to people's careers? I think that I. It's really important to me that people have passion, and I feel like we sp- spend so much time working that it's natural to. Like I'm very attracted to someone who's passionate about their work and their career and. Like, I think that's lovely if you want to chill all day, but, like, we just have nothing in common. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't like, yeah, I don't want anyone who's like, I want to be a dump. Yeah, like, like, that. Well, and that's interesting you say Leo and Scorpios because two of the most ambitious signs that Mm -hmm. I can think of and Aries, but in a a little different, more competitive sort of way where I think, where I think the Leos or Scorpios are like mainly competitive with themselves rather than like thinking about like outside. They do think about outsiders, but it's not it's nowhere near motivated by that. I think where Aries is like beating out other people, right. but interested. <laughs> that, I'm just intrigued. You don't keep too much earth around you, but I guess you're an earthy, earthy gal. Yeah. I mean, and again, these people might have other placements that are earthy. Right. Blah, blah. We know we, our charts are big guys. There's a lot of stuff in here, <laughs> so it's never going to be the one thing, but it's interesting to find the trends of like who you keep around you and who uplifts you. And like these air and fire energy are like, just like keeping your earth, scorching yeah (laughs) (laughs) um we kind of talked a bit about how there's not like really like a sign like there can be colors for signs i guess do you have any and this might not even be answerable but like can what color is each sign yeah (laughs) or like how do you is there advice for merging these worlds of color and astrology like for our benefit i guess like how would we how would we astrology folks use color or should, is that a thing? Yeah, I think there are, there's absolutely a resonance. And I think that like each planet has a color. Mm-hmm. So I think that can um, be worked into astrology. I have re- like read a lot about others research on colors associated with different signs. Mm-hmm. And then I've created my own that I feel works. But I also think it's like very much like, talking about the full chart right i think it's very challenging to say like this color is this sign Mm -hmm. but i do like a challenge (laughs) i've been trying to like vibe with that and some of them i think are very clear like for me like aries is so red right that is just obviously like Mm -hmm. that fighter intensity and i feel like when you read horoscopes or like candles for horoscopes i feel like it's always like your color is and i've seen like i feel like a different color for any sign i mean usually the aries are gonna get the red but like i feel like taurus i like i've seen yellow i've seen red i've seen like all these like love or excessy colors i think are these like venusy jupitery like those kind of like red yellowy things but i just always wonder i'm like is this val like is this a thing or are we just like random but i like the idea of like thinking of it planetary because i think that's something we can grasp or like and we see it we see it in these planets totally I have a color book and it's it goes by sign a lot of the not all of the stuff in there but I don't have it with me I wish (laughs) I could tell you which ones are which I know Leo's yellow it tells you like which I think we've like looked at it Mm -hmm. before it tells you like like it says Tauruses should wear white on Fridays or something it like tells you different stuff and like I'm I'm late or I'm early. (laughs) But it's like yeah about power colors I think I (laughs) was gifted. I think it's called color astrology book and there's a color for every birthday. 
Oh, oh yeah. Cool. So when I get home, I'll it's send you guys a picture. Yes, I know it is. Uh, All right. Do we have? I have the game, but yes. I guess before we game, do you have any questions, comments, astrology concerns before we play this little game? <gasps> Ooh, I'm so excited. I love that. I would. I feel like. How do I pick just one? I mean, we can answer multiple questions. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. Okay. And if you don't have to, like, sometimes people are like, no, nah, dude, we, we're good. But anything no. we should know or discuss before we close into that. I would love to hear your thoughts on compatibility. Because oh, I feel like. shit. You know, like, and I feel like I'm trying to think of, like, what aspect of it. But I feel like so much of, um, I feel like that's what a lot of people are looking into when they're looking at astrology. It's like, how do, okay, so now I understand myself, but now how do I understand myself in relation to other people? Number one question, baby. I'm sure. I wanted to pick something weird, but no, no, no. I really no. want to know. But I think that's a good reminder, like, and I think we'll all maybe have a little bit of something different, but I do love what a dear old friend, go listen to his episode, Colin Bedell, Queer Cosmos. <gasps> he is Are you guys if friends? I believe in soulmates, Colin is my soulmate. Oh my god, Gemini, Virgo, like I'm obsessed with Dude, him. Dude, I think everyone wants right? to. Mercury mates. Yeah, how can you not love him? I know. He's the best, amazing. and I loved. Amazing. We recorded in a bed together in a hotel of room in New York, did. and it was like just of lovely. Course. But I liked his insight about like, I mean, Venus and Mars, like seeing those combinations, and I think it's not even just knowing like I think anybody can work. Um, I think it's just like looking and knowing the clues like for me i'll use the example i'm dating like a very virgo dominant person mercury venus mars and i'm a very aries taurus cancer person and i'm just like let's love and fight and talk this out and do everything and they're like nope i need to aquarius moon like i need to process go away do the thing so i think i think the biggest thing is just not like looking too much into someone's chart on a first date but i think if it starts to get serious knowing like okay the way your mercury in communication is gonna is a little more like by the book or not as like emotionally swung like you're i think just knowing the properties of what each planet is in their placement gives you a clue and like how it will work or how it won't work or just maybe like fuck i need i do need to like be chiller about these sorts of things for this type of person because of this chart so there's no like secret i think it's just recognizing who who you are i kind of think that compatibility personally i think it's more about you than it is about Mm -hmm. compatibility and Mm -hmm. i think that if you can look at your chart and say like for me i I have like um mars and aquarius and i always want to be like really welcoming and open to everyone and like so i'm probably going to be able to be compatible with like more people because i care about that Mm -hmm. where some people are very self-focused and that's okay like you're allowed to be like Aries Capricorn dominant like I'm gonna fucking rule the world boss and not have to have those I need someone at every point of every day where I'm more like the softier like watery or eighth and twelfth house like I need all this kind of connection and spirituality and stuff like um so I think like finding someone that fits with those needs is very important if you're like hey my in my life my most important thing is my career and I really love coming home and having a glass of wine and then going straight to bed. Like you have to find someone that their shit is also keeping them busy all day so that when mm. you come home, it's like, it's not like, Oh, well I sat here and thought about you all day. Like 
because uh-huh. that would be a fucking nightmare for that person yeah, you know like mm-hmm. so i think it is about figuring out yourself and like w- what you can provide like wh- mm-hmm. how much can you give to someone and like in what way i guess that's i was gonna say to quote another colin bedell uh a thing of just like what instead of like what do you want from a relationship it's like what are you, what do you want to give in a relationship yeah. and i think that that yeah because i mean everybody asks compatibility questions and it's not a dumb question by any means it's like the highest stakes that there is it's love yeah you know what i mean it's it's companionship so you feel beautiful that we want to know yeah of course we want to know and it feels like we should have like a clear answer but we're not none of us are just like concrete individuals none of us read a horoscope description and go that is 100 me and there's no variation at all like we are gonna have variation um well the thing too is that you know what we think we want I think a lot is like someone who's a perfect match for us, oh. but what we, but that's no relation. I, there's a book that just uh, came out recently and the author's name is Susan Piver. I think I'm saying that right, but she, I'm very early in the book, so I don't have a lot of it, but she talks about just like being in a relationship with someone is discomfort. Like being in relation with anyone is going to be uncomfortable so most of the time because it's, another person you can't ever know it's not that so it's like instead of striving for someone who is like who you are comfortable with uh be comfortable with being uncomfortable so like the questions about the movie valentine's day i don't know why everyone <laughs> said it was bad. I'm not sure. Is what it a the horror movie? I no. saw that. No. It's the Gary Marshall vehicle uh, with like everyone I saw that. And one of the big things that like the old couple at the end, they're old. You know, they're Hollywood old. Yeah. But forty two. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like there she's like he finds out that she cheated on him and at the end she's like, This that's not like love is liking the bad parts of someone Mm -hmm. not just like the good easy shit yeah so i think that a lot of times people aren't even saying like oh who am i compatible with it's like who's like the who's the easy who should i just like pick so i can like cross that thing not that's what you're asking but But if you do want to know for you we can like take a peek are you in a relationship are you looking are you not looking? Are you? I am open to whatever I need to hear. Ooh. Well, and I yes. I think this. I think a Gemini would be cute because it's your seventh house. Also, you have Chiron there, so that's like learning pain and healing. And also, it might be this side of you that you hide a little bit so you might mm. be the kind that really likes to joke around with your close friends and stuff but you're not like super outward about like or making fun or gossiping or that kind of stuff right. um so that might be a cute person that might bring out some of that sweetness i also just think an air sign in general because your venus is there uh your midheaven and fortune and chiron and i feel like those are all kind of like cute like lovey sweet exciting Ooh. placements i, love I have that. a plot twist okay another virgo baby i'm seeing another okay. virgo for you okay. because this is just off social so I, I know so many happy virgo virgos like mm. just because they're like you get it like you get it you're not draining my resources and i think Virgo's all about like you can't like ask more of me but i think your cancer moon can give that emotionally so i think that's something they like maybe be aware of and protect and like just just know like you can emotionally give more than the other person but this core values of virgo especially with the sun mercury all these things like want someone that's like 
coming complete, has ambition. And also this kind of random ass asteroid Juno, like I think is a fun one to look if you feel like if you feel like you've dated every sign and you've tried everything, Juno's this random asteroid of like love. And sometimes I think it's a fun place to look and be like, well, who have, who can I open myself up to? And yours is in Virgo. So I think that could be, that might also be another like secret little message from your chart of like, that could be, and again, when we're talking about love, these might not be necessarily romantic part. Maybe these will be future best friends or business partners, but hopefully maybe like we'll get laid somewhere in the mix uh, here. Fun. (laughs) But, so building upon the compatibility question, <laughs> I do have something I would really love to ask you guys where how do you feel about people kind of deviously getting someone's um, birth time and running their chart oh. like before a first date? I say no. No. Yeah. Well, deviously is like the, I just the key no. word. I don't like when people put expectations on other people. I agree. I think it's fine if you're like, if it comes if up, it's like sure. a celebrity crush or something okay. like I think it's fine. Or if it's even like I feel like it's f- more acceptable with like in business or something where you're like, oh, what kind that. of like interview is this going to be oh, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. But I just think when you when you're dating someone like being like, oh, they're such a Virgo. Like I can tell right? that they have like all this Virgo like. Oh, they're probably going to like clean my house. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's horrible to do to someone. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the same thing as like, um, internet Googling them before Ugh, or something, right? but not just Googling the, like looking their criminal record. Or like something. I, like I found dive. your ex-girlfriend already like yeah. too much. Yeah. Or even like less, like less severe, just like looking up what they're, this is old reference perhaps, but like your Facebook likes or something so you know oh, like the, the I know what bands you the like interest. so now I'm going to talk that? about that but that's what I mean I think it's I the same idea yeah. it's the same thing of like trying to get information that you haven't earned yet from actually yes. interacting with the person so I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily I mean I think that it could be uh, like I've definitely gone down those not not before a first date but like after when i'm like why doesn't he like me and yes like, yeah. go on those like crazy like i'm gonna look through his tweets from 94 <laughs> like, yeah. 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 oh, absolutely you know what i mean like right. just like and it's such a horrible feeling it, because it feel good you're like no oh, you're not using Ooh, i accidentally this. clicked something yeah. and, because you're trying to get again it's like it's using getting information without just like asking the person that yes. information because we want some kind we want to avoid having a painful conversation potentially or an uncomfortable conversation we don't want someone just to say to our face like oh i stopped calling you because i don't like you yeah and it's right. like oh there has to be some other reason we come up with or whatever or mm-hmm. like i want to know going into this date that this is going to work <laughs> and like that this person's <laughs> going to like me or i can already set myself up to like protect myself and be like oh well they're virgo it was never going to work out anyways so now i'm just like Bleh. well and also right. the fact that like i know that was like a big buzz article of like this dumb site lets you block people with certain signs for matching and mm-hmm. it's like I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe your high school boyfriend was a cancer and sucked. And then maybe you dated a bunch of Scorpios and Leos and whoever. But maybe you're ready for a cancer again. They're going to have different chart placements up. Also, you could block a cancer and or like or whatever and be like, cool, I'm only dating Scorpios. And then a Scorpio could have a cancer moon, cancer mercury, cancer rising, like be the most cancerian person more than that cancer person you dated. So I think it's for dorks and don't do it. Not before, but it's good to know later on. But you know what the main thing we get sometimes is people with 
baby's birthdays. I think that's like that's the weird one for me. I don't think mm. so. I love that. What do you mean, baby's birthday? Of like, how do I deal with my baby? They well, were just born same. a week ago, and here's their natal charts. Like, it's oh my god, same. let them exist and it's, find out later. It's the same question. How do I avoid having the pain of right. actually having to live right. this experience and find out an unknown thing? I love the baby one. Yeah, I feel like that one's done with love. I mm. I never really see it as like a manipulation or something I, I i'm always like oh i'm so in awe this person this thing was just happened you know yeah. this chart just happened i mean i think it's cute and to be aware of and i wish like my mom knew more about my aries moon growing up because uh, i think it would have like saved us a lot of headache and, <laughs> and damage but also i but i think some of the tone that i see of, of is like i don't think how you should to use it in that way right i think it's good to know and then just like put it away like have it saved in a phone note but like it shouldn't be like out and referenced and like yeah, what are you going to tell your kid? Ugh, you're being such an Aquarius Mars right now. That would so, oh my God. <laughs> um, so I hope that answered. That was a, yeah, that was a roundabout way no, to I, answer. But, you know, I, having the full picture, it always helps. Yeah. But it's more about knowing Does what you need. Google your chart before a date. Oh, I don't like, I see this constantly. I mean, I don't know if, if anyone did that, they hit it well. But I think I can tell when someone has okay. done a deep dive researching yeah. me oh, shit. and that creeps yeah, me yeah. out because I would rather let things unfold right. more naturally. And it's the same. I mean, clients come to me all the time wanting tarot readings about people they're just getting to know. And I think that's I think it's important to have an understanding and we have a discussion about what this information means, but also how important it is to like let things unfold. Right. And. Like, I want someone, I mean, when you're, I think, like you're saying, like reading a chart or Googling, deep diving, all of this, like, yeah, you're getting to know one aspect, but I'd rather have a discussion than. Mm -hmm. And some people can seem really cool online and then you go in person and you're like, wow, you're really good at curating. Exactly. Uh, good to know good to know what's your venus good to know well, it's, <laughs> it's funny you were saying at the beginning kind of like oh people want to be told what to do i think that that's that is true to an extent and i think that we are like our instinct is like oh i need to find out about this other person because they are the thing that i need to focus on but really it's like oh no what like why am i reacting this way what is going on with me because you're the you're the like the consistent factor in all of those, but also all of it is just like, how am I going to respond to this? Because we can't control other people. We can't like, yes. and no, there is no in piece of information that you're going to get that will now allow you to like manipulate someone. <laughs> or if you do have that information without interacting with them, how do you, you are manipulating? You're like, right. you're, mm-hmm. you're using, you have the answers to the test or whatever. And so what seems like is it, an organic unfolding of things is actually someone's kind of like trick to, <laughs> and not in a bad way necessarily, but all of those things, it's like, just figure out, figure out how you feel about what if you, yeah, the, the like compatibility thing. It's like, well, do you even like this person? Who cares right. if you're compatible? Like, <laughs> right. do you, how do you feel about it's them? It's not like you need to work through it if your chart's like, if you're like, wow, we share so many placements and this. It's like, yeah, but it's vi- vibes. 
Yeah. Oh, and chemistry. Chemistry. Everything. You can't. You can't. Re- you can't prescribe also, that. Also, you're from New Jersey. Hell I yeah. am. I'm obsessed with New Jersey. <gasps> I am so happy to hear that because <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I, I want to move there so bad. You should. It's a beautiful state. That I state has a lot of misconceptions. It's wonderful. I love it there. Have so. you been? Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> recently in October. Amazing. Oh my god. Y'all go back to Jersey, open a bar called Cancer Moon. Oh my god. Sign me up. See you later. See you later. Career move. See, this is your compatibility. I'm <laughs> we're matchmaking right it. now. I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we have a play. game. We love to play. Love I'm sure game. you maybe you've heard of it. Mary Fuck Kill. Yes. All right. We are doing your placements. So we ha- we're gonna start with the Virgo Sun, Cancer Moon. And here we go. First up. We'll have two rounds. Keanu Reeves. I know. I'm on trend right now. Uh, Amazing. Adam Sandler. Oh, the Easter egg. We found it. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Oh, yes. That was the yeah, Yes. Earlier. Good job. Yes. That was the Easter egg. And Rachel Bilson, the OC. Oh, my God. This is the hardest one I've ever had to do. <laughs> I'm usually like, I can do this. this and you're like, so hard I've for seen me right now. everything. This is so hard for me right now. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I have to self-evict. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I will All say right. your your placements were some of the most fun celebs I've seen in a while. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. All right. For just from recognizability, just weirdness. Like I was just like was really into everyone we were getting. Oh man, this is a hard it's one. It's so Ooh. hard. Okay. It's so hard. All right. Do you feel like you have it? Or I know actually. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Let's yeah, start yeah. us off. Um, I think Keanu Reeves is just so endearing. I would absolutely marry him. Okay. I, w- I was scared you're about to go. Keanu Reeves is actually about to just bite the dust right now. <laughs> Be like, wow. No, so I that's the that's we're wiping up oh, Keanu. Totally, totally. And I have to kill Adam Sandler. He okay. is so fucking annoying. All right. I mean, no offense. It's okay. I mean, okay. no, actually, okay. yes. Major, I, I just, okay. I just said no, a lot okay. of I mean, intense no, no, things. Okay. I just feel He's viscerally super conservative and annoying. It's is okay. he? To- oh yeah. Uh, but also, like, such a sweet person, yeah. and I have done a show with him, so I whoa. Feel like, oh, right. We have a I mean, I did like that. I have the worst taste in movies. I think, <laughs> and I did enjoy that one where he's like on vacation with Jennifer Aniston or something. I don't really know what Wait, happens the in new that. one? No, it's okay. like old. There I is a new one. that one. Okay. Just go with it. Yes. I did like that. Also, the new one, Murder Mystery, I think you're going to like on Netflix. Okay. This is not an ad, but I did enjoy it. Also, okay. all the reviews are scathing. I have terrible taste <laughs> and I love okay. garbage. So okay. if you don't like it, I do. I love be warned. Trash. Be warned. But I really enjoyed it. Okay. Also, I mean, <laughs> did you watch it yet? <laughs> you have to see it. I love garbage. I know. I'm going to watch I it. I eat too. out of the trash. When it comes to movies, I'm a raccoon. I like it. Uh, <laughs> also slept on Jack and Jill. Just going to go out there. Okay. Out I haven't seen Jack and Jill. <laughs> Will now. This is... This is really difficult for me because of that most recent Adam Sandler special. Oh, I was of like, course. The special was and so good. The, the special Chris, was good. The Chris Farley song. The Chris Farley song, song like, alone. For me, I'm like, I might So he's lived him. a good life. Sarah's That's, offing him. I know. That is, so you're fucking... Uh, by process of elimination, I will be fucking Rachel Bilson. I love I mean, the OC. Hottie. Oh my God, amazing. Her. Hottie Bobati. Totally. I think, I, I think mine's the same. Thank you. I don't know, guys. I might marry Adam Sandler. What? <laughs> I might... I really might. He does seem like he's I a really good husband. He's a good father. I really might do it. I know he's conservative and gross and the only You might you can 
you we can change men right and he's like the no, only no, straight white male in the thing right isn't keanu no no keanu he's a he's a poon hound i'm pretty sure no but isn't he part poc oh keanu yeah he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, of a, asian descent um so i'm like i feel bad being like i'm gonna marry the white guy but oh yeah usually the the straight white guy if we're if we're indecided that we kill him it's the default you Um, you went the right we went the right way um yeah i don't know i might have to marry adam sandler and who you fucking Keanu. Wow, this is this. I've never seen such a wow. I know this is really the hardest one Lisa's ever had. She's like, I know all three of them. Can you believe (laughs) it? I never know. Um, (laughs) Listen, I'm definitely marrying Keanu. Just like I think, actually, maybe a perfect man. Love him absolutely. Um, And also, like secret philanthropist. You know, he's like that person Mm -hmm. that like doesn't tell you that he's like donating a thing. Like just like a good, just a good guy. And also career. I mean. Come on, um, his his cameo and always be my maybe. Jesus Cute. Christ, that and that <sighs> rom com wise, ooh, Hall so of Fame. Good. Um, uh, I'm, I don't know. I have notes. It's okay. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck Adam Sandler. I don't know. Just maybe only as the water boy though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, Happy Gilmore. And listen, oh, also murder mystery has some weird problematic shit in it too. I feel like I should say that. I don't think that I didn't notice. <laughs> Ew, I gotta do it. Be like, oh, you'd be fucking Adam Sandler to be like, want to touch the hiney? <laughs> <laughs> but Rachel Bilson is obviously hot, but I feel no connection. And I need the like, mm. I need like a vibe, and okay. we're just not vibing. I watched all of Heart of Dixie, so I do feel bad that I killed. Oh her. shit! Oh my God. You actually have the vibe. Pull. Um, that was a good pull. I actually pull, wrote baby. a Heart of Dixie <laughs> spec. <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> not kidding. What was Heart That's of Dixie? So huh? funny. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Hour long dramedy on CW. Wow. What a waste of my. She's time. a CW queen, isn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah, that's where her kingdom. Um, there was a lot of good Virgo Sun Cancer Moons. Just want to give you a few more. Van Morrison, Dave Chappelle, Melissa McCarthy, Werner Herzog, Ryan Felipe, Barry White, Mystical. So I was just like, I was just impressed. Did you say oh. what we were doing? Yeah, mine's oh, okay. the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Sure. So just, there was a lot. I was like, this is cool. Those um, are cool people. The Virgo Sun Sand Risings were a little silly. Um, but we're going to marry, fuck, kill Shania Twain. <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Teresa. Oh. Um, and Liam Gallagher of Oasis. Okay. okay. Is that all right? All right. I feel like this is a. Is it an obvious one? I, I don't like, know. I kind of feel like it. Might I feel be. like yeah. it. Sometimes they are. Sometimes yeah, yeah. they aren't. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to kill Liam. Oh, re- okay. Okay. So yeah, not was, an yeah, obvious yeah, no. one. <laughs> I'm going to kill Liam. Um, I'm going to fuck Shania and I'm going to marry Mother Teresa. Damn, oh, I was going to kill Shania, marry Mother Teresa. 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 <laughs> and fuck Liam. Fuck Liam. Because it, didn't Shania Twain do some anti-gay something? Or I, I don't think know. she said something like kind of dumb lately, but it was also like, I don't know. Also, Mother I Teresa was anti-abortion, I, she, I just found out. So I'm like a little outward. Look, everyone's right a little problematic, okay? Yeah, and yeah. Liam is just an asshole. So yeah. like, oh, I didn't even know. I was just like. But we, you know, we don't know. Okay, let's hear it. Let's see. I I mean, I got to kill Liam. He just annoys me looking at his face, I feel like. Um, there's something, I don't know. I feel like something is telling me to marry Shania and and fuck Mother Teresa just because, like. Ooh. for the To say you did. Just to say I did. And, and also, because probably no one would pick that. 
Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> and I mean, like, like, yeah, I just wants like, to fuck no, you, Mother Teresa. I know that's what I mean. I'm like, no, people feel bad probably that they're like, but Mother Teresa needs to get fucked too. Yeah, Listen, like, I Googled her young and I was like, all right, like this okay. Although yeah, she this is a work. nun, so she doesn't get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I don't know, I just feel like, like being the partner of Mother Teresa is going to be rough. Like, yeah. you know? Like so forever. Just, yeah, like, yeah. so like one night with Mother Teresa... <laughs> We Your see memoir. what that's like. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna fuck Liam Gallagher because I fuck assholes. Like that's, I'm just gonna stay on trend. Also, I love that mop top British like sideburns. I know it's a night. It's whatever. He seems like he wouldn't eat your pussy. Not yours specifically, no, but in I general. Ask Definitely him not. <laughs> I'll I'd be eat. like, let's get this quick. <laughs> I'm not really. I'll, I'll one eat. fuck. I'll eat his ass and we'll just like move on. <laughs> um, I'm going to probably marry Shania. I don't know. I feel like she probably has a nice house. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, she's got a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and just to see the memorabilia from the music videos. I don't know. And then I'm going to kill Mother Teresa. You've done your work, girl. Lay to, lay to rest. All right. And that's Fair. it. And yeah, also you had Gloria Stefan, Raquel Welch, well, some other options for your Virgo Sun Sag Risings. Those are good ones. Uh, well, Sarah, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Um, where can everybody uh, find you on the internet? And do you have any upcoming events or anything that you want to plug? Let's see. Well, please follow me on Instagram. I am Sarah Potter. Sarah with an H. I feel like that is my true medium. Um, <laughs> and... I do have a full moon workshop coming up on, I believe it's July 15th. I sh- I'm in, this will be out in time. Mm-hmm. I'm in LA mode. I'm pretty sure it's July 15th in Brooklyn with Spirit House Collective. We're doing a full moon ritual and it's all about harnessing the power of blue and purple. Oh, this right. moon. So I'm psyched on that. You hear that NYC signers? Look it up. Click the links. And then I will be coming back here to LA and doing more color magic coming up. So I'm really psyched on that too. Cool. Follow Sarah on Instagram so you can stay updated on everything that's coming up. And thank you so much. Ah. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.